This is Alan with Toon Army Baltimore. A gooner and a toffee walk into a bar. Oh, shit, they Decided scored. to do a shit football podcast. They scored again. You're listening they scored again. to the DU football show. And again. And again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody had an offensive explosion this weekend. Yes, they did. You know? Some, some sort of explosion, that's for sure. I think there's a wise Italian who's recovering from surgery right now going, Yep, 100% right. I was fucking right. Everything I said was true. I'm right. And let's start the fucking show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam Right day, the fucking Gooner Graham Smoke of a lord, look straight in shorts Sam Grammy Sam Graham Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, the smoothest motherfucker on the planet. Next to Alan, of course, who gives great intros. Samuel Graham, you didn't think I was going to give you a nice introduction. No, of course not. That's how I bring you in and knock you down. (laughs) Just like we were talking about stupid like your father a few moments ago. (laughs) Exactly right. Got to make you feel good and then go, no man, you're worthless. It's a compliment sandwich. (laughs) Yep. So what are you going to finish with? So you're doing a really good job. (laughs) Really good job. I want you to keep up the hard work. Your dedication is uh, is 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 great, Mr. Thank Graham. You. I appreciate it. I've worked all weekend, right up until this, literally the start of the show. Well, See? you know that's why we have this moving rotation of when the fuck we start each week is uh, Lord Graham and his uh, lovely territory. <sighs> There's a lot going on out there. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. It is at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. I love it. All right. Well, um, you know... I got to say, we did the second show of the Naptown Blues pod. Yes. And we're going to have uh, the Ben K interview up soon. Soon. We just got a little few technical things we got to take care of real quick, and that'll be up as well. So Awesome. And uh, that's yeah. the one where I very elegantly hit the post in the uh, intro for. Yeah. Except for she couldn't find that intro, so I had to do another intro for you. Oh, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show in every single show. Good timing that this list is almost done, considering Mr. Houston going to have to come back on the drinking because the old ticker note works so well. Mr. Graham, it's the fifth Irish whiskey. Let's talk about it. Yes, it is. Uh, number two on this year's list. Um, also... Uh, what I imagine to be the uh, the state of your body after the surgery. <laughs> red <laughs> you breast. have an old red breast there. Yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a red breast single pot still um, Kentucky Oak Edition uh, Irish whiskey. It is 101 proof, hmm. which is interesting. Um, 95 bucks. This should run you on the shelf. It got a 96 
uh, from the tasting panel, and your blurb comes to you from a Mr. Johnny McCormick. Redbreast's new series champions the influence of American oak from various parts of the United States, leaning less heavily on its signature sherry style. For the first U.S. exclusive, Irish distillers worked with the Taylor family, renowned for their sustainable forestry practices, to select oaks from the Elk Cave Farm in Gravel Switch, Kentucky. The virgin oak cask-finished single-pot still whiskey amplifies flavors of sliced almond, creamy vanilla, cinder toffee, what's happening to you all right now, uh, (laughs) red fruits, and oak spice, drawing inspiration from techniques developed with Irish oak for Middleton's Dare Dare Gaelic Gaelic You're the one that claims to be Irish You got it Yeah even the Irish don't speak fucking Irish anymore You know what You know what that translates as Gaelic Craig <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Series uh, While being bottled at 101 proof to pay homage to the Bluegrass State There you go Very cool Interesting yeah. little turkey famously bo- bottled at uh, 101 as well. Interesting little tidbits. Right. Uh, it's it is a fucking lovely whiskey, and uh, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of Irish, and uh, gotta say I think this is deservedly the highest listed one. It's really fucking good. Toffee comes through big on the nose. Yeah. Now remember big, the big vanilla there too as well. Just for a friendly reminder, we already did a pot still earlier with the Teeling pot mm-hmm. still, which was the Wonders of the World, which was a virgin oak, also an American white oak uh, version. This is good. I mean, that one was good. This is way better. And that one was very good. But a pot still is a use of at least 70% barley. And then the rest can be a, a, another grain spirit, typically corn or wheat that they blend in. After that, it has to be distilled through a pot still only. It can't use any continuous still. So close to a single malt, because a single malt would be 100% barley, but also expensive to do, takes a long time to produce. Yep. So pot still is kind of the get out of jail free way of doing that. And that's become a very popular style of a lot of Irish whiskey distilleries who are finally making whiskey again. Yes, Mrs. Houston. Uh, Taylor Thompson, <clears throat> uh, you might know him from yeah. uh, Cartanzas. Long time, uh, first time, long time, yeah. Uh, Uncle of the meth deer woman. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, he wants to know if you guys have a take on five trails that is core's entry into the whiskey space. I have not had it yet, and Neither I have haven't I. even seen it, to be honest. Is this... Uh, real quick, Taylor, and, uh, is this the same whiskey that you just recently purchased? I saw you had uh, bought a new bottle of whiskey while you were watching, uh, shocker, Robert Earl Keane videos. <laughs> he might have an obsession. I'll tell you what. I ain't drinking if it's got a goddamn rainbow on it. <laughs> no, that's Bud so, Light whiskey. So get it, get us the answer to that. Uh, this is... Negative. Negative. Okay. That wasn't that one. No, I don't know. I yeah, haven't, I haven't seen had it yet. It. I haven't seen it here yet either. Uh, you, Taylor, you have personally seen my closet. It's a touch out of hand right now. So what we've been doing is uh, my, my personal vow has been, unless it's the stuff for the top 20, I have not cracked a new bottle of whiskey or bought bought a new bottle of whiskey. I'm making a bunch of the three quarter, mm-hmm. I mean, the one quarter half bottles go away. 
But I'm also cutting back on the drinking right now, so it's taking a little yeah, while. So it may, yep. uh, he may have to source that opinion from elsewhere because he says he saw it but didn't want to get it without more info. Yeah, and yeah, I don't in, know anything about. In it. all likelihood, they're probably sourcing it from somebody, and so it's probably fine. I mean, that's probably what it, it probably if they're it's getting fine. it from MGP, yeah. it's gonna be good bourbon. It's yeah. just, eh, you know, it's okay. It's just regular, right? Yeah, more than likely, right? So, so like Arsenal's gameplay lately, it's fine. Not wrong, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> Happy St. Totteringham's Day to you too. <laughs> uh, how do how do you like the whiskey, Mister Graham? Uh, I really like it, actually. It is a lot more vanilla on the flavor uh, as opposed to toffee, which comes through for me more on the nose. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a big vanilla bomb, but you would expect that from Virgin. Um, Kentucky oak. Yeah. This but it's is delicious. It is it is quite fucking good. I like it the more that the ice opens it up. Yeah, this very much tastes to me if Irish whiskey made a bourbon. Is what I really yeah. because there's obviously a little bit of that neutral grain. It's not all barley, so it doesn't have all that kind of cereal graininess to it that that barley uh whiskeys have. That little bit of neutral whiskey kind of softens it out a little bit. The new oak absolutely brings like you said that vanilla caramel thing that yep. is synonymous to anything that sees new american white oak but it yeah it's this it tastes like to me if irish whiskey made a bourbon yeah and it's that's, a, really that's a great description good. it's yeah. really it's, it's really fucking you know good. what it could be too i mean the price <laughs> is a bit much um for it to be a gateway but remember what we talked about that glenfiddich 14 year old uh single malt mm -hmm. that was used bourbon and then new american oak yes. barrels were on yep. the finish yep yep um where that would be a way for a bourbon drinker to start to enter the scotch category i yeah. feel the same way about this in the irish category yeah uh, this is a great bridge problem is 100 bucks is a difficult bridge to so taking afford all five of the um irish whiskeys we had and i'll give you my opinion first and then let you uh, give your thoughts on it as well. Taking all five of them, incorporating price and availability, right? Right. Um, along with obviously overall flavor and profile of the whiskey. Um, of the five, I would say Bushmills 12 was my favorite because it's also real fuck affordable and really easy to find. Yep. Um, I would say this is definitely number two. And then the Middleton is number three simply because the Middleton's so fucking hard to find yeah the limavati nothing against it but i put it at four and i put the tailing at five for me yeah i would probably agree with that <laughs> to be honest with you um i mean in terms of fulfilling the list and it's it's what it's supposed to be flavor profile i think you're spot on in that order yeah but middleton should be number five just because of how fucking difficult it is to get it's and, impossible to get and it's not the right way that this it's not what this list is meant to be and yeah. that's frustrating yeah the the bush is also fucking expensive the bushmills 12 is epitomizes what this list exactly should be. oh this, by the way here's one you would never find that's really fucking good right and this one same thing yeah you can find and you can find this whiskey yeah this not everybody's gonna carry it just because it's an expensive whiskey but if they've got a decent whiskey portfolio uh, irish whiskey portfolio yep. and they already carry multiple marks of uh red breast you'll probably see this one on the shelf and uh i got it at LA lax so i got it at like a really good you know is it a liter no it's a it's a 750 oh it is yeah oh a lot of the travel market does liters 
That's why I wondered. No, no, no LAX uh, belts felt the store. Oh, lax. Yeah, lax. I yeah. thought you like had a connector to get to no, your meeting no, or something. No, no, no. <laughs> although, although uh, rumor is is we are going to be in SoCal for our uh, for our team sales oh, why meeting because uh, apparently it's a focus market right now. I'd rather be in Portland eating French fries. Right. So, what else? Uh, what else are you supposed to do, Mister Graham? Probably not eat French fries in your condition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they're really good French fries. <laughs> Always remember to drink responsibly. <laughs> Especially if you have a cardiology appointment. Yeah, precisely. All right, let's get into it. We start with two massive rivals, each having massive disappointments this weekend. The only solace either one can take is the other's demise. Arsenal 3, Southampton 3, Newcastle 6, Tottenham 1. Saints shock the Gunners early and go up by two, and they go up by two twice. Yeah, obviously the individual errors are... Not great. Yeah. Not great at all. It's pretty sad. Hey, Mel, what, what time's on the clock right now? Because I, I need to deflect. What do we got here? We are about 12 minutes in. Tottenham's 3-0 down at this point. Okay, very good. Uh, <laughs> that This is why I put these two together, because the <laughs> only thing either one of you have to hold on to, because I guarantee you Mark, is he's listening to us talk about this, is going... Well, at least just gave the title uh, away. At least Arsenal's giving the fucking title away. <laughs> this is all you have to hold on to is each other's demise. It's really annoying because it's been such a great season. And I for it took me a long time, and you know this, and everybody yeah. listening knows this, because I it took me a long time to really get behind this title challenge. I <clears throat> I refused to accept that we were doing it. And it's like three weeks after I finally accepted that we had the real possibility of doing it, we decided to fuck it off and draw three games in a row. Yeah, exactly. Against lesser opposition. Yeah. Um, in, in at least two of those cases, the other one was a fucking refereeing decision that was a piece of shit. And we lost to you at the time, the worst team in a fucking league. Yeah. So it's really frustrating that that is happening. In this game in particular, there was obviously some individual errors. Uh, Ramsdale's shocker. Uh, pass right up the gut that got a very weak pass as well got intercepted no surprise and um England's number two by the way and really it was a good finish not England's number one what yeah now yeah (laughs) he's going back to number two um but he it was it's just it's naive at this stage of the season to be turning in the performances they have over the last couple weeks is naive and it's just not good it took the death. It took two at the death, literally mm-hmm. two minutes apart. And we hit the bar. We could have won yeah. the game. Oh, yeah. You almost you almost pulled a Bournemouth. You almost pulled we it had off. A, we had a lot of chances. Yeah. We did have a ton of chances. When, when <laughs> Besides their three goals, they didn't really create a ton. No. I think Ramsdale made two other saves. Well, they also they also sat back purposely. They were waiting to see yeah. if you were out of. I mean, that's how Wolcott scored his goal mm-hmm. was. So he cut to him, didn't celebrate. Were, yeah. Oh, no, no. He just. It was respectful. Yep. Uh, of course he would have been. But it, it's a pain that it's a former gunner that, that kind of really damages the the old titles. Yeah, shot. sometimes there's going to be things shown to me, and you just keep <laughs> talking. It's 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 called professionalism. I know, I know, and, uh, but that's not it. I'm just disappointed. It had nothing to do with that fantastic meme I was just shown that was created mm. very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to the, who did it. Was it Taylor or was it uh, Christian? It was Christian. Well you knew done. It was, you knew it was by the heart boys. Oh, it had to be one. 
<laughs> Sorry, boys. That's going to be your all strength in the, uh, the American foundation, Heart foundation the, the, over the, here. The, because mine, I'm not. I'm not solid on my mean games. I'm just a leader, so I'll <laughs> I'll lead the crew. But you guys are going to have to come up with the He's silly de- memes. Delegated the mean responsibility. <laughs> Sam, it's what a good leader does. <laughs> um, the it, it all comes down now to Wednesday. It's yeah it's at a, city it's, it's for win, the title win or bust yeah now obviously there's a lot of games by the end of the season city has to uh play brighton in brighton but after their disappointment which we'll talk about at the end of the show this weekend you saw what happened in newcastle after the league cup final yeah they went on a string of draws and, and a loss <laughs> here or there they had three four weeks of bad results right is brighton able to pick themselves up you would hope so because they're challenging for a european place and but uh, yeah go ahead Oh, well, uh, Christian wanted to know, um, Arsenal, are we missing Saliba that much? Yes. Or is it the combination of losing Saliba and Zinchenko playing poorly suddenly? Well, it's, uh, not just Zinchenko, but Thomas Partey. I think he's he's got being, excuse me, he's being asked to do too much yeah. to cover he's Saliba's Saliba. loss. Right. And, because and Rob Holding with- is simply not a good enough player. And with um, to uh, cover Saliba by himself. Uh, who covers for Ben White on the outside? Tomiyasu. Tomiyasu, who's hurt because if Tomiyasu was we healthy, move Ben White, to ben the White would be in the center. Yep. And I think Zinchenko, you always knew with Zinchenko, he's kind of like Alexander Arnold. He's more of an offensive defensive threat than he is a defender. So you had two really good center backs that kind of covered his ass mm-hmm. when he would go too far up. And now Partey's having to cover that, which is leaving gaps in the middle. So there's yep. it, it all, all those little pieces miss and hurt Mattered, together. Exactly. And you and, could but, go Kieran Tierney out there and Zinchenko, but then you lose the offensive. So much going and we forward. So we saw that, especially in the last game against West Ham, where Tierney tried to do the same things Zinchenko does, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't as effective. It just simply wasn't as effective. Well, and he's then, a much more traditional up and down left back. Right. And then if you. If you don't have to worry about Zinchenko, suddenly a lot easier. It's Martinelli on his side, right? Or is it? It is Martinelli. Martinelli on that side. Who so, does it? Gets through a lot right. of work, but but then you can just hone in on Martinelli oh, yeah. and not worry about the overlap. Exactly, because it's not even just an overlap. It's also Zinchenko cuts middle too, so yep. changes it a lot. Changes the dynamic of the game a lot, and all of that comes into each other. So now it's. I mean, it's very simple for you. It's. It's win or bust. It's win. C- City have two games in hand, obviously. We're only four points ahead at the moment. Five <laughs> points ahead, whatever it is. Oh. So they can overtake us with their games in hand. Yeah. So even if we draw, we're technically st- – you've got to assume we're down a point because City are the the, the what right. they're – what they are right yep. they still have to play chelsea they still have to play you at goodison which they we drew them in their building and it also could be we gotta get a tie to stay up but you look at their, that may be what it is i know but you look at their results over the last few weeks when it comes to the business end of the season who's better at it than city they're the that's best. the problem they are the best they've at set it. this ridiculous standard we should have been in a normal quote-unquote season pre pre-air money coming in and taking over manchester city Arsenal would be champions already. Oh, yeah. Be already over. But not anymore. That's not the standards that huh. they have set. Rem- remember when um, Liverpool lost the league to City the year before they won it, mm-hmm. that they had to draw at Goodison Park? That was in late February. Yeah. They never lost a game after that. Neither did City. And st- just- right, and still didn't win the title. Exactly <laughs> Right. Like, yeah. City literally went on 
two and a half months of just not dropping any points at all. So you got to assume that the two games in hand are going to be wins, right? Which means they've overtaken us. (laughs) It was already going to be difficult to, to overtake the goal difference regardless. But, and it's really hard because in the context of the season, of the last five years, this is an excellent season. Arsenal are over their hump of being shit, it seems. But we're not going to get a reward for it. Yeah. And then you've got these fucking cunts in Manchester in the FA Cup final again. Yeah. yeah and with the chance to lift a trophy and then point and laugh at us after the whole debacle with Ronaldo, after everything going on this season. Yeah. It's just like our worst nightmares are coming true. And yeah, the only thing we have to hang our heads on right now is the Jordy smashing five pass. Mel, what time is it? Oh, does that say 20 minutes and 17 seconds? Tottenham just uh, went 5 nil down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I it, we I mentioned this briefly last week, but it bears repeating. Always kind of take Tottenham's side to get the piss out of you. Mm-hmm. You always take Liverpool's side to get the piss out of me. Yes. It has become impossible for me to take Tottenham's side because, frankly... That was an embarrassment. If you are, quote, a big six side, and I know that's not based off of titles, that's based off of money, but you are a wealthy club. Oh, yeah. You are one of the well, you are one of the six wealthiest clubs in England. You are one of the 20, 25 wealthiest clubs in the world. You are massive. Uh-huh. That was an utter and complete embarrassment. Oh, it's bad. It's real bad. It really is. It's it's everything that Antonio Conte was saying in that post-match rant all came to a head at one time. And now, Proven. by the way, I don't know if you've heard, they've sacked the interim manager, they, <laughs> Conte's former assistant. He, you know what he did? He, at the end of the game, I couldn't believe it. So, so now Tottenham definitely has their head in the sand like an ostrich because they fire Conte for calling him out for it. And then him and his post-presser said... I made mistakes. I didn't set up the team properly. It's on me. Mm-hmm. No, it is on the 11 fucking professional athletes you put on the field that allowed five goals yeah. in 20 fucking minutes. Five, that had a captain who then at halftime went, ow, I hurt. I need a sub. Well, here's the problem. The, and, and this is, I know we harp about this and it's just because we're a certain age, right? But we've how many times have we talked about looking at Manchester United and looking at Arsenal of old? They've said, you know, Roy Keane, Patrick Vieira, David Beckham, a lot of these players, Thierry Henry, they didn't even need to talk to Arsene Wenger no. or Sir Alex Ferguson. No. They were in the grill of their own team going, fucking get it together. When you we're guys going went five down- hard minutes and this is what the fuck we're doing. Fuck the game plan. We're going five hard minutes and getting ourselves back in this. And then we'll try to settle back into whatever game plan they want. Real quick, this is to what your we have game. to do. After you guys went 2-0 down, the entire team circled together at the 18 and we're fucking talking to yeah, each other. Yeah, exactly. We, this is, we're pissing away the title. Let's get our fucking Let's act together. Let's get our together. shit together, yeah. Like, and they still fucked up, but yeah. that's besides the point. The but point they, is that they did it. Tottenham didn't do that at all. I mean, it was they weren't even done showing the replay of the goal, and Newcastle had the ball again. For for. All, it's like, how how are they just giving the... They just don't give a fuck. <laughs> for all the shit we, you know, fucking give 
Mank supporters, right? Roy fucking Keane would have been on at the start of the second half. Roy fucking Keane wouldn't have been on the game at the end of the game because he would have gotten a fucking uh-huh. red card breaking somebody's fucking kneecap. Exactly. He would have and fucking murdered somebody. Let's see, I'm going to pull it up right now because that's an interesting point. He would have fucking there murdered was somebody. only three yellows. And the one person you would have expected to try to galvanize the team, Christian Romero, mm-hmm. the guy that's always good for a card, mm-hmm. didn't get one until the 74th minute. Oh, he should have gotten one early. If he's not tackling, you know you got a fucking problem. So it could have easily been 7 nothing by halftime. There was one where he fouled uh, Longstaff right in front of the 18, but the ref gave advantage because Isaac ran on to open. I'm sorry, not Isaac. Um, Murphy ran on to open space, but put it over the bar. Right. Like that should have been a yellow. He should have gotten a yellow there, but he didn't. It was just yep. the the. It's just ridiculous. The coach falls on the sword. The whole thing's fucking absurd. I, I've never seen a group of professionals just not fucking care like that. I typically don't really care about Tottenham, whatever. I don't have the 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 hatred for them as you do, being that they're your cross-town rival. Absolutely should be the case. I'm not denying that at all. But I have no opinion of them. I now find myself, since the Conte thing, and what their answer has been since, right? Like fucking giving up a game, giving up points to fucking Everton. You know, just watching how they've just pissed it all away. I'm actively rooting for Tottenham to not be in Europe. I want to, I want to see Brighton and I want to see Aston Villa and Newcastle all be in Europe and I want to see Liverpool and Tottenham on the outside looking in because especially watching this the only way you will get Daniel Levy to fucking pay attention that he needs to address his team, spend money the right way. I got a thought on that as well in a second is they need to not get money. Oh yeah. He needs to not get money. He needs to be punished and not have money. Well, and then have to fucking fix the problem because he goes off and the makes- problem gets even worse now mm-hmm. because their sporting director, technical director, whatever this guy was, who botched all that shit at Juventus, who's under mm-hmm. investigation, got charged with all these crimes and shit, um, got banned from all football related activities for a year or two years or something. Yep, and had to resign. So, well, he didn't have to. Because he should have done that when they fucking did it. He just put it... The the ink wouldn't even dry on the appeal letter. Like, I'm going to appeal this. Right. Right? And he was still employed. Mm-hmm. And then, I think it was Sunday evening, got word that... Oh, yeah. I'm actually got to step away and make sure my legal troubles are okay. So Tottenham didn't fire him. Yeah. They didn't come out and say anything. They were caught blindsided by somebody that was already banned from doing anything. Right. It's it's a fucking circus. It's lovely to watch, but it's a fucking circus. I love Richarlison as a player. I think there's still opportunity for him. It is fucking the most Spursy thing ever that Daniel Levy would go make an opportunistic signing, which I don't knock him for doing. Everton had to sell. They were able to get him at a cheap at a relatively cheap price at 60 million right mm-hmm. for for a guy who is a proven goal scorer in the premier league and could be a difference maker for three months of the premier league season it is uh, it, the flurry at the start flurry at the end he did finish, la- with, finish with 15 last year with everton it was pretty <laughs> consistent other than when he was hurt you know that was the only time obviously he couldn't score but and it's fitting that that man has yet to score a goal in the fucking Premier League. It 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 reeks of exactly what's wrong with Daniel Levy as a chairman. 
Yeah. And more, and more you, people you also, would notice it. More people would notice it if my fucking chairman and my fucking board wasn't a complete shit show. Now, and, and granted, Newcastle, with this newfound money, with some of the signings they made, everything else, Miguel Amarone coming into his own this season, didn't mm-hmm. play. And um, and Alan St. Maximon also being hurt, didn't play. So their two best wingers are out already, right? So they're a weakened Newcastle side. That's not even the best they got. And if you're letting Jacob fucking Murphy score from 30 goddamn yards and you're tree trunk, go fuck yourself. You yeah. deserve to be substituted at halftime. Yeah. And if I was Stellini, I'd have came out and said, I may have set the team up wrong, but our captain is a coward. Yeah, the fact that he goes, oh, I'm hurt. Like, fuck off, dude. You're not hurt. Uh, Timmy uh, was very slanted in his commentary after the match. He was like, I've been hurt plenty. A match like that, unless I think I'm going to be injured injured and go on and go on injured reserve for for that you go out there and you deal with that shit as a keeper you you deal with that ass whooping yeah. and especially couple that with the fact that the captain's armband is on your arm you gave up on your fucking team but for, it's for, just for that shocking the other piece to this too and we've done a lot of shitting on spurs which we should because most of it was their fault right but newcastle still had to take the chances um, they still had to play the football to get into those positions and absolutely just fucking dominate everything that Arsenal should have been in the last three games and killing a game off. Newcastle showed the blueprint of what to do. That's how you want a fucking football match. Yeah. You stand on their throat and you beat them even after they're dead. Yeah. It's that simple. But you know what? And that's what I wished my club did in the last three games. Liverpool, we walked in there with a fucking swagger. They couldn't get a touch on the ball for the first 25 minutes. And then we retreated into ourselves, right? Uh, West Ham, same. (laughs) Southampton, we gave it away from the start because we were fucking jittery after the last two goddamn games. And we let the pressure get to us. This is how you fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Newcastle were excellent in this game. They took all their chances. And it should have been more. You're absolutely right. It could have been 7-0 at halftime. And God damn it, if Newcastle didn't do us a solid by keeping the Kenny joke going, Newcastle had the perfect day. Yeah. So, you know what? At least somebody got to enjoy the feast day of St. Totteringham. <laughs> at least someone got to enjoy it. And I'm happy it was the Geordie boys. Good for them. You know, but hey, Kane scored. And really, at Tottenham, that's all that matters. I've got some closing on Daniel Levy, too, by the way, at the end of the show. It's funny. Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. Fulham 2, Leeds 1, Palace 0, Everton 0, Leicester 2, Wolves 1, Liverpool 3, Forest 2, Brentford 1, Villa 1, West Ham 4, Bournemouth 0. Fulham, two wins on the bounce, man, after uh, having quite a slide. They had lost four in a row, couldn't seem to score any goals, but uh, three against Everton, two against Leeds. Yeah, you're getting the right, you know, you're getting the right teams at the right time, but fuck yeah, bouncing back, you know, yeah, back, in the top, back in the top 10, ahead of Chelsea and ahead of Brentford, your two biggest rivals mm-hmm. on the table. You might not make Europe, but if you can finish in ninth oh, yeah. place and those two teams behind you, that's a Arguably, fucking W of a season. Well, especially when Mitro missed a month because of injury and then another month because of suspension. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's huge. Um, it was a really weird and boring first half, wasn't it? Yeah, it was odd. I didn't... The first half was not enjoyable. And then um, finally something interesting happened 12 minutes after halftime mm-hmm. when Harry Wilson scored. Decent little goal, nothing... 
two in a um, row for him. It was a good adjustment from him, though. I mean, he, the ball was behind him. He had to. He he did really well to and, and kept his composure to keep Last that on Last time frame. he did that was um, back when he was with uh, Bournemouth back in the mm-hmm. day. But again, nobody was really dominating the game even after that goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, they were still having a, a relatively tame go at each other, but a go at each other nonetheless, at least. Um, and then a really lucky deflection uh, off Pereira saw um, saw Fulham double the lead, of course. Yep. Uh, and then Leeds drew one back, but at the end of the day, of course, it was just a consolation. And Leeds, I think, Javi Gracia is somebody that we know can set up a defense. That was kind of what he was known for when he was Watford manager. They were never particularly stylish, but they were decent at the back, and they won a lot of one nils and took a lot of draws, and that's how Watford stayed up a few times. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing that. And no. I don't know if these people just can't recover after Bielsa just did not believe in the defense at all. Mm-hmm. Or if Meslier's that bad and they just don't have any confidence in him, so they're overcompensating. There's so many issues at the back for um, for Leeds. It's ridiculous. Uh, missing Tyler Adams hurts a lot, too. Big time. Yeah, the the that, midfield is non-existent. Yeah, he's, he's a safety blanket for that for that defense's mistakes a lot of times. Yeah, but even with him, they they, they found yeah. themselves in this position with him playing all season. That's true. Very true. So, like, what what's I don't understand. I mean, at some point, you, you played the sport your entire lives. <laughs> You're professionals, right? You you get paid to do this for a living. At some point, you got to go, oi, fancy defending today, <laughs> like. Uh, the one what? Po- the one big positive for Leeds is that they do get that goal because if they lose two nothing, they are then even yeah. on goal differential with Everton, and you, you need to keep that goal differential if you're Leeds because you know Everton's going to get some points here. They're going to find points, especially when they're at home. Like, uh, frankly, I f- I definitely fancy them to get a draw this midweek. Yep, Decorey's back. Onana's going to be back. Uh, DCL's healthy. You know. Like, not going wood get, there. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> a lot of time till that game gets played. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's go ahead and go right into that next one. That's the big news, really, for Everton. There's, you know, it's a nil-nil draw, but DCL plays a full fucking ninety. Yeah. And this, this game feels like a huge missed opportunity, though. I would agree. I felt like there the the better chances sided with absolutely. Everton. If you had five shots on target. Yeah. To their two. Yeah. Um. And missing their best player, obviously, in Wolf Zaha. Yeah. Um, this this feels like a huge, a huge uh, missed opportunity and two points dropped, in my opinion. I, I would I would say it definitely feels like two points dropped because of the Leicester result. Yeah. Leicester doesn't win or draws you go, okay, well, hey, we got to point it. You know, Palace. Yeah. Palace has been red fucking hot without Wilf, by That's the way. That's true. Yeah, fair. Um, but it, Godfrey's been mediocre at best to the point where we didn't start him uh patterson when he's out there really can't defend very well and so we finally go with option number three and go with mason holgate and mason holgate gonna do what he holgate does which is get a couple of yellows and get sent off idiot just you need everyone pulling in the same direction to survive a second season in a row yeah and this go this guy goes and does that because that's probably what stops you from getting a late winner Reverses end up ultimately having to hang on for a draw. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's ridiculous, <clears throat> and I'm not sure why. I'm not sure in in what in, went through his mind and thought that was a good idea. Yeah, it's not like they were bearing down on goal immediately. 
There was no need to make the challenge. Yeah, right. For Palace, you know it's what? Stupid. You, you didn't lose. You're probably safe. You got Wolves next. You should be now well on your way to safety, which is exactly what why you let Vieira go because of where you were in the table at the time. And you know what? Mission accomplished. Worry about what you're going to do next year, next year. Careful, you George know. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Heard <laughs> the uh, the the they're like Nixon. <laughs> Mission yeah, accomplished. Exactly. Mission accomplished. The <laughs> different. All, the only thing is, is Roy's facing the other way. He's got that one eighty swivel. Yeah. So exactly the wise old owl. The the big thing for Everton was they moved Wobi to kind of a ten behind yeah. DCL. I thought he. Did, I thought he played well, and that really worked. So also, I wouldn't be surprised allowed, you start to see that moving forward. It also allowed both McNeil and um, Gray. Damari Gray to be on the field at the same time. Yeah. And you still had the creativity. Because I thought he I thought he played some fantastic through balls. Yeah. Uh, and a couple over the top that were excellent. Yeah, I, I could see that. You maybe. could tell DCL was rusty, though. Oh, yeah. You see that attempted backwards flick header from oh, yeah. the Iwobi pass? Yeah. That was pitiful at yeah. best. Uh, but he also had that turnaround that he just put wide. It, it's... Oh, that should have been a goal. If he's going to be, that should have been a goal. Yeah, oh, I don't disagree. If don't he played, disagree. if he was, if he was, you know, three, four games from being back from injury, that's in the net. That's in the back of the net. Yeah, it's just it's rusty. His uh, timing's off. Uh, for, fortunately, you know what? Uh, in a couple of games, it's at Leicester, and that's when I need him to score. But again, it's as not, a supporter, again, that's when I need him to but score. Again, it's not Leicester. a loss, and that's the biggest thing. It's not a loss. You got a point on the board. You got to keep keep that momentum going because <clears throat> West Ham, after their last few results, and then. Um, and Palace look like they're out of the conversation now. Yeah. So it's Forest. Um, now Bournemouth may be getting dragged back into it after after yeah. this past they still, week. They still have um, more than a three-point lead. I think they're on a four-point lead from from the bottom. So they have to fuck up two more times. Right. You know. So. But you you've not, so you got Bournemouth maybe still in it. You can argue Forest, Leicester, uh, Leeds, mm-hmm. and you guys. Yep. Because I think and Southampton's done. I think they're out. I think yeah. they're finished. Southampton's dead. Personally, I don't think they're going on a fucking run. <clears throat> yeah. I, I just can't see it. And um, moving into that, we keep talking about having to win a game at home. We talked about this with with Southampton last week, um, and not getting it against Palace. This is just that Wolves go up early, but it's at home for Leicester. Without James Madison, you have to find a way to win. They found a way to win. That's how you survive, is the game at home against a team that's close to you in the table, you have to find the win. And it crushes me, you know, because I my team's now in that final drop spot. Right. But for Leicester, it's precisely what you need to do Absolutely. accomplish. Well, here's the other piece of that, too. They Something they haven't been able to do all season is weather a storm. And until the Leicester penalty, it was all Wolves. Oh, God, yeah, it was. And... Lester pulled out some actual decent defending and and some decent last ditch defending specifically uh, to be able to 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 put themselves in a position to get this result. Yeah, for Wolves, conversely, scoring goals is their issue, and Lester pounced on that. Obviously, Fox pouncing—that's pretty good. Because <laughs> um, Wolves failed to to kill the game off. Obviously, they yeah. don't score many goals as is. Right. Um. And so, uh, but what a give like. <sighs> also, horrible fucking know. penalty given up by Saw. Uh, what like, does he do? He should be arrested for that. <laughs> Fuck. What, he just 
<laughs> like, what if, are you thinking? If, if Vardy could have walked immediately following the challenge, Jose Saab would be lo- no longer with us, <laughs> I feel like. But Vardy, like, literally removed his ankle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he couldn't physically get up to kill him. Um, but the uh, Cunha's goal, what a terrible giveaway from Telemann. Mm-hmm. He's one of the be- one of the best midfielders in the league based on ability. He obviously hasn't had the best season, had a lot of injuries this season as well. Just based on technical ability, and he part of the starter for Belgium, one of the better midfielders in this league. Mm-hmm. What are you doing dwelling on the ball? Yeah, that close to goal. Yeah, only twenty five yards out. You know you got to receive it and give it immediately, and and to take two three touches and get dispossessed by Cunha. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, fucking poor. Fucking yeah, poor. But, it's terrible. But for Leicester, yeah, you, you got the fucking three points. That's exactly what you needed to do in that situation. Wolves, all but safe for the most part. Like you know, if them and Palace tie this next weekend, uh, this midweek, it's they're they're fine. They're, they're, done and dusted. Yeah, yeah. done and dusted. But again, if they about. don't, they could be dragged back into it too, depending mm-hmm. on other results. Ex- exactly, that's the case. Uh. Forrest tied it up twice. Forrest gave everything they could and give them the credit for fucking doing everything they could. At the end of the day, Liverpool's offense was just too much. Is really what it, it doesn't matter. You have Kaylor Navis in the goal when you've got that many weapons just constant. And also, you're playing into it as well. And it is just wave after wave yeah, after but, wave of attack. Right. But th- they weathered that stuff relatively well. It yeah. was set pieces they couldn't figure out. <laughs> yeah. And then, conversely, on the other side, the first time we've ever heard, and I'm sure there is a coach designated to go over these things, but Liverpool were the first team we heard of that hired a specific throw in coach. Why they were so fucking bamboozled every time Forrest had a throw in, <laughs> I'll never understand. Yeah. Because you idiots hired a coach specifically for these situations, both presumably offensively and defensively it's like Liverpool's entire team goes no you're supposed to throw it short and he kicks it right back to the throw and I, th- I thought Rory <laughs> DeLapp came out of retirement they were having such problems with this fucking thing like what are you guys doing here it, it was absurd because that's how Forrest got both their goals mm-hmm. and then Brennan to be fair to them they had a go at it Brennan Johnson hit the uh hit the crossbar late mm-hmm. on as well um so there 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 were chances there for Forrest to get something out of the game but amazing to me uh when the ball hasn't gone yet how strong Salah can be under a challenge <laughs> because he held off a center back pretty goddamn easily yeah uh to get to get that goal but if you're forced you got to be kicking yourselves it's these set plays it's it's all 11 of you need to be switched on right you're fighting for your fucking lives here right and they just aren't they just yeah. aren't switched on yeah it's just you know somebody misses an assignment yeah was the, and, fir- was the first one for Jota was four, it, it got headed around three, four times before it made its way to him. It's like, of, what are you, like, come on, man. And of everybody left in the relegation scrap, I believe they're the ones with the toughest schedule the rest mm-hmm. of the way. So it's like, you get an opportunity like that, you gotta get the fucking you point. You gotta take it. You don't have to win, you just gotta get the fucking get point. point. It's points on the board. Get the fucking mm-hmm. point. Like, that's just, that's it. So we got some correspondence. Oh, very good. So bees. Oh, it's about my new house. Oh, nice. From Russ. <laughs> um, fuck a recording there, chief. Yeah, he, he, come on, Russ. You, you're HR for fuck's sake. You know what we're doing. Do we need to take HR into the HR office to <laughs> yeah. fucking tell you what's Who going we, on? We got to hire an admin for we, HR because apparently we, we need to discuss policies and procedures with what, HR. What does HR do it's when HR fuck, fucks up? It's their fucking job to know what the policies and procedures are. Good God bless it. Oh. 
Oh, my goodness. He got goodness. that fancy new title at work, and now he thinks he can just text me during the show. Yeah, apparently. Good gracious. Uh, bees get <laughs> bees get a much-needed point. They had been really starting to slide, and they slowed down Villa a little. But you know what? Fucking Tottenham fucked it off so bad. Villa ends up gaining a point on him in the fucking run for fifth place. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and really, I, I thought, you know, after the last few weeks, Brentford hasn't been playing very well at all. No. I thought they had haven't. like high aids or whatever it was you were talking about all the other day. All y'all betting on Villa fucked me. I knew that was going to happen. I'm just glad I don't have to do my lord this week. Yeah. yeah good for, I mean, you think Tony bet on himself? <laughs> That's not going to die yeah. either, by yeah. the way, guys. <laughs> yeah. he, I, I mean, he, you know, but he probably also lost money because he might have also bet on uh, you know, Watkins to score on the road because yeah. he's been on <laughs> yeah, he's been doing it. He might have done us and gotten greedy and done a parlay which never fucking works you <laughs> know that's how it always so runs what's the actual b disease that could take down a hive i called it hive aids uh varomites varomites yeah all right mites yeah, put that in the old uh file cabinet nine way parlay yeah, that's what gets out of Tony in trouble Careful. every time nine way parlay puts a week's wages on it yep Terrible with money. <laughs> no, not so good. Not so good. Uh, like I said, for Villa, you you move you move closer. Like, okay, you've been on a roll. You really would have liked to have seen a win. I'm sure as a, as a Villa supporter, but it's a point, and you're getting closer to Spurs. And Spurs seem to be flat out fucking imploding. They don't oh, know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, they don't want to go to Europe, so we'll send them postcards. So it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Make them feel better. Postcards from Emery. <laughs> yeah. Good evening. I'm ready to tell evening. you about my recent travel to Curacao. <laughs> Estonia. <laughs> How many countries can Villa fucking? That's we true. just went to Ghent. It's a very nice place. Uh, I would call it more a... Uh, Quite cold, I, though. I, I wouldn't have called uh, Is that, that Kent fucking... with a K? No, Ghent. Maybe... They're, in the, they're mm. like the only team in the Arctic. So, or no, that's Midlandtat. Yeah. It's Midlandtat. Sorry. Yeah. Gents at not in the Arctic Circle. Maybe, maybe it was more like a like a a nice hug. Maybe, yeah, that's what they didn't fuck this week. That's for sure. It was a nice hug. No, they got we'll to first it. base. They got a titty grab. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah, because they got a goal. That's it. A late goal. So they yeah. were like, yeah, we were we were in the car and and I made my move and I got a little got, got a little yeah. over the sweater she, grab. She went digging for worms. That's yeah, as far as we got. Over sweater. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> Not even a full out handy. Just oh, a, just went down there and felt it out for a second. Then her dad came up and knocked on the window. Um, <laughs> Irons scoring for fucking fun, man. I mean, and they were easy put-aways, so too. Get, and they yeah. were tied 1-1 after their first leg in the conference league mm -hmm. and won that game. I think it was 4-0, I mm -hmm. think. Something, and I was like, uh-oh, West Ham just shot their shot. Yeah, this week, and then all of a sudden, fucking, they thought they were Newcastle. Came out and just absolutely trounced Bournemouth. Yeah, and that was at Bournemouth as well. So oh, yeah. surprising from the Cherries because they seemed to have kind of locked down the Vitality as a fortress for them to keep. That so it's been what's honestly been keeping them up is the is the latest results at home. Yep. You know, could think of Liverpool and you think of Fulham. Like so, to see them kind of slip like this was a bit of a surprise. Maybe it was. Maybe they were looking past it. Maybe they were like, okay, well, we're probably safe. Well, you're probably safe, but do that again and you're not. No, yeah, like, absolutely. Just, you could be dragged right back into it. It's not like they were five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten points clear. 
you know, they were four points clear or whatever it was. Like, yeah. that's two results. Uh, and the You've got to be fucking careful there. And the beauty of the ferryman, of course, is he's got to take you across the river stick. So maybe he shakes the boat a little bit to maybe make you think you're going to fall in and it's all over, you know? And then he steadies it and everything's okay. And everything's fine. That is exactly what the fuck this season has been for West Ham. 100%. And he's, he's, he's fucking ferried his way right into a two-year extension, I'd imagine. He, oh, God, yeah. That's yeah. how it's happening. And, um, and Pablo Fornals, mm -hmm. what do we think about the Scorpion? Some people aren't describing it as a Scorpion. They're saying it's not quite it. I did. It's a Scorpion. Think? You, think you it's know a scorpion? what? You, you could pull, just being able to pull that one off, that's that's a Scorpion for me. Not as pretty as Giroud's, obviously. Giroud right. made like full-fledged contact with the ball. <laughs> this was just kind of more like, it's not flying, it's mm -hmm. falling with style. Uh, not as good as... Uh, <laughs> like, it wasn't as good a contact as it could have been. It was kind of the outside of the boot. Yeah. But it redirected in a manner um, that uh, Neto was just frozen. Yeah. He just, he'd oh, already yeah. shifted his body weight. You know, you know, everybody does that kind yeah, of little you know where jump it's going. getting ready yeah. to do... And then, yeah, it's a little jump step. Yeah, and then he just froze. Yeah, because you're expected to go of one course. way, and then suddenly the ball's going the other. Yeah. All you could do is probably fall the way you initially were going and go, oh, look at that oh, look going at the that. back of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Uh, the other great Scorpion was um, your boy at Arsenal in the World Cup against Spain. He did that. Remember, uh, Casillas was coming out. The one where they where Netherlands beat the shit out of them like 4 nothing in the opening round the year after they had won it. Okay. The one, and he did a little. He was the Spanish player. No, no, no. It was uh, the Dutch player. Played for you and played for United. Won the uh, Robin Van Persie. Yeah, yeah. He did that against uh, Casillas in the World Cup as well. I liked his flying header. Was the the one yeah. I always remember from him. That yep. was off that forty yard ball. Oh, and uh, by the way, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Oh, yay! We have a Manchester derby in the FA Cup final. I could not be any less excited for this. I and you. And you here's the sad part. We should be excited because it's a derby in the final, right? Like that's a that's a big fucking deal. There's not normally derbies in the final, and it's like uh, it's either it's either City about to win a treble or fucking United winning a title. They don't a cup they don't deserve. They don't deserve. Yep. Like you're like they sputtered uh, and, and spat their way to this final too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because they have not played well, until, particularly um, every single match was at home for them all competition until yeah. this game until Fulham self-destructed Fulham was out fucking playing them right and in this match the better opportunities were definitely for Brighton 100% oh, I mean give give credit like Shaw and Lindelof played a very good match in in I the center terrible for Sully Martin yeah yeah just yeah you know, feel terrible for selling money. It just it's it's what it is. It, it's unfortunate. It's let's face it. We were all rooting for for the seagulls to be the ones in the final, but if you don't get it figured out before the first ninety, the odds just go up for a team like United. Yep. Man, they figure out a way to win that kind of shit. That's just how it. It's the 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 aura of Fergie looking over them. Oh, just yeah. it works every fucking time. It's annoying. It works every. I how hate how them are we so much? How are we not surprised? They've now equaled Arsenal's record as well. Uh, this will be their twenty first FA Cup final. Uh, so, but like, they're still two away from equaling the actual title record. Yeah, Thank you very much. Now, yeah, and this leaves you with the following dilemma, which I'm sure you. I won't hate. win a trophy, and they will. Yeah. And it's annoying. And, <laughs> and they either tie your FA Cup record, right? They'd be tied with you. No, no, no. Cup. They'd be one less. One they less, have nineteen. Okay. We have twenty one. I think. Okay, got it. Because no, no, okay. no. I'm sorry. We have fourteen. I think they have twelve. 
Yeah. Something like that. I think we're up on them by two. And or or its city is, you know, locking up the second leg of a treble. <sighs> Fucking so annoying. Because <laughs> they'll still have the Champions League But to you play. see, the way in which they shrugged, <laughs> the way in which they shrugged Bayern Munich apart, I, I don't see them having an issue with United here mm-hmm. in this final. I think City are just going to, it's going to be boring. It's going to be clinical and they're going to walk out 3-1 or 4-1 winners. And yay, Manchester City, yay, oil money, blah, 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 fucking blah. Sure money. I don't care anymore. (laughs) I just don't fucking care anymore. Got it. I'm down $3,100 now. (laughs) I just don't fucking care anymore. All right. Um, yeah. So I wrote, I'd like to not blame it on Arsenal again. So I'm blaming Villa this week. Very <laughs> That's good. my cup of losers. Excellent. Over to you, kind sir. All right. Well, mine says Villa gives firm handshakes because <laughs> everybody assumes Villa fucks. No, just a good, solid <laughs> handshake. You know, one of those ones with a little pat on the side of the arm. That's kind of how it works for them. <laughs> no. Well, you could have wrote a lot of things there. Fulham, Wells, well, Fulhamish, and Villa fucked me. Yeah. And I am down $1,475. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Mr. Graham, did you know 13.3% of the time? It works 100% of the time, which is more than you. In fact, four more times than you, which is great. Time to go back to the bit. I got odds. Uh, give me the Reds to beat West Ham and over three and a half goals at plus 354. And that's uh, total goals, not not just Liverpool. I see at least 3-1. I see four goals out there. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's not a bad shout, Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. It's, a, it's two, two and a half gave me, still gave me no odds. Like I was going like win 165. So I went to three and a half and it bumped me up to 350. So right. Okay. That's All where right. I'm going. There you go. Excellent. See how it goes. So we don't have Pat this evening. So I got to, I got to read it out. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's pick it a week. Well, I lost again. So down to 1600, but that's all right. Cause you know what we have this week? Midweek matches, and oh boy, oh boy, do we have a big one. Graham Reed with enthusiasm. That's right! In one corner, Manchester City, and in the other corner, the current leader in points, and hanging on for dear life, Arsenal. This could be the defining moment in the season, ladies and gentlemen. So, let's make a season-defining bet. I'll wager $1,800 on Manchester City at minus 180 to win 1000 bucks. Wow. This is the match I've been waiting for and the bet that's going to turn my financial losses around. Technically, we'll still be down 600 bucks, but that's fine. He'll be ahead of me. He'll be back in the leader. I'll talk spot. to you guys Thursday and sport on. Sport on. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it reminds me of the old... Um, ESPN commercials mm-hmm. with um, yeah. the sports desk. They had Carrot Top and they were like, well, we need to spice things up at the desk because they have Carrot Top <laughs> pulling out all the props and everything. And the very, the very, very, very end when it just says, this is Sports Center, you hear in the background, woo, sports from Carrot <laughs> <Yeah>. Top. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty good. Best. Woo, sports. <laughs> 
If you didn't say pube explosion or whatever it was at the front, then <laughs> Woo Sports would be the title. Offensive explosion. Yeah, that's Thank what it you was. Very much. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm. All right, so you're going 0 and 32, so, 31? Probably. Okay, so what, so what, what cockamamie is, shit do you have this time? It's not cockamamie. It should be pretty straightforward, but. It'll be wrong. As we've learned, nothing is straightforward. Palace to beat Wolves. Yep, that's going to be a draw. Yep. Villa to beat Fulham. Uh, Fulham's going to win. And Brighton to beat Forest because the perfect tonic to a massive disappointment is playing Nottingham Forest. <laughs> that will be the only one that comes through. That'll be the only one that comes through. Yeah. yeah. Uh, plus 750 on that one. Hey, the that's actual not bad. decent little odds. That is decent odds. Yeah, so I'll only be down double what you are then. Wolves, Wolves Palace is the big question mark, right? You know, I think that's one of those games whoever scores and first. it's away. Yeah, at, at it's Wolves. It's at Wolves. And Wolves has had a couple of, I mean, they've had a couple of disappointments like that Leeds match at home. But they've also had some nice wins at home as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's not that's not bad, you know? Yeah, and normally I've at least hit one or two by now. I've normally started clawing away at my deficit. So those last two weeks, I do things that take me above you two. Mm -hmm. And it's just not happening this year. You, you <laughs> it's know, not great. You know who's hit more than zero bets this year? Who's that? The fucking chicken. God damn it. <laughs> Well, Kitty hit with Liverpool just getting by Forrest, so she sits at 15 and 16. So, <clears throat> this week, I gave Kitty the big match with City hosting Arsenal. Program. Now, I could faintly hear an acoustic guitar with a soft, familiar rhythm. And then I started hearing the entire flock chirping. Today is the day, is gonna be the day. Oh, sorry, I didn't know what today we're going with. Today is going to be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. I guess she assumed that like Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins is a fucking uh, is a city supporter. Come on, it's been a continued bit. Who the fuck supports city? No Gallagher. <laughs> or is it Liam? Both, but go ahead, Mel. They haven't she's, spoken in she's, 10 years. She's all, her face looks confused. This is great. Go ahead. Keep reading. Now, I couldn't see clearly, but I'm pretty sure it was Noel Gallagher. Is the rain gone? I couldn't see clearly. That was playing the guitar up at the coop. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He could fit in that coop. I mean, he's a tall lad, but it's a high coop. He could fit in there. Hey, he's probably <laughs> high himself, too. <laughs> yeah, it only took you five times. Well done. I'm an excellent cold reader. cold reader to business. <laughs> right. No doubt about it. Today is going to be the day. They could go a couple Today different directions. Today is going to be the day that I'm going to throw it back to you. Come right on. Now. Try that. Sing it again. Sing it again. No, no. no. Sing it again. No, seriously, one more time. Sing it again. Today, Today is going to be, be the, the greatest day of my no, life. See, no. it can go both ways. No, it cannot go that's both ways. That's not the tune of that uh, song. You just keep it. You <laughs> so keep telling yourself what you got to tell yourself. Clearly. Okay, clearly, this was a fucking shit picking. segment. <laughs> fucking hell. I forgot who she was picking away. I forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Clearly, Kitty is picking City to beat Arsenal. Do you, do you know? Do you know what's not so clear? Yeah, reading clearly. By I wish you. I could stop talking to you like Liam did to Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that was painful. It's just not clear that either one of you are remembering to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner.
her. I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no. Somebody's not being able to read clearly and legibly. Uh, you didn't buy me enough time. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I'll buy you more time. Hey, Burnley, how does it feel when people at the bottom of the table fucking accuse you of shit? Not yeah. fun, huh? <laughs> Not fun at all, huh? Uh, how's that taste? Fucking yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. <laughs> Redding, <fucking> Redding, <laughs> Redding apparently put in a formal charge to the league to... Um, uh, no, it was Huddersfield Town who put in a formal charge. That to the there league. was an unfair amount of shade on the field because of Vincent Company's big ass head. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that, and that um, Burnley wasn't trying against uh, Huddersfield Town, and that draw helped Huddersfield in the relegation battle, and but that they what? were doing it for betting purposes is exactly what they said they were Ooh. doing. That's the charge that was made, but it's like <sighs> I don't okay. think they really care. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're not going to do the midweek stuff because that'd be too much to read. So on the weekend, Blackpool beat Birmingham 1-0, Bristol City 2-1 over Rotherham. QPR did beat Burnley 2-1. Cardiff and Stoke drew 1-1, which I'm sure was an entertaining <laughs> match. Coventry 2-1 over Reading. They're so bad, Reading. Mm-hmm. They're so fucking bad. Hull 1-0 over Watford. Swansea 3-0 over Norwich. Notch. <laughs> Wigan 2-1 over Millwall. Good, keep them down. Preston North End 1-1 with Blackburn. Sunderland beat West Brom 2-1. And then this afternoon, uh, Luton beat Middlesbrough 1-0. That is going to leave your table something like this. That's that's a big one in the uh, playoff hunt. Burnley are still top on 92 points with a plus 47 goal differential. Sheffield United are on 82 points, but they do have a game in hand. I doubt they'll be catching them. One thing we do know for sure is that Burnley is definitely promoted. Yes. Um, they just aren't confirmed champions just right. yet. Uh, Luton Town is in third on 78 points with a plus 18. It would be really nice to get some new blood up That's in the Premier League. And I would flopping re- with Middlesbrough. Yeah, I would really like to see them do something. Uh, Middlesbrough, uh, has 74 points on the same number of games as Luton um, and a plus 29 goal differential. So they do have a much better goal differential. So they could flip-flop again before the end of the season, but they are on a maximum 44 games played, Mm -hmm. uh, which is um, kind of big time. Um, So that only leaves them a possibility of, I think, 12 points left, Mm -hmm. uh, which is um, uh, not going to be enough to catch either one of the other two clubs, I don't think, honestly. But Luton are only four points behind Sheffield United, but Sheffield United have only played 42 games. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens um, uh, in that kind of race for the other automatic promotion spot. Uh, no offense to the Blades, but I'd love to see Luton get that spot. So, so would I. Absolutely. Great. You want to you see some new, 100%. Like said, new blood. New blood. 100%. Uh, Coventry find themselves in fifth place on 66 points. I wouldn't mind Coventry coming up, yeah. to be honest with you. And Sunderland in sixth on 65. I wouldn't mind seeing them come up. Yeah, so it was well, especially because they went so all long. the way down. Yeah. And- uh, Millwall in seventh, also won 65 points. And Blackburn in eighth, also won 65 points. You then have now Blackburn, West Brom in ninth on 63, and Preston North End in tenth on 63. So there's a lot of teams that can still get in. Norwich are in 11th on 62. Yeah. So Sunderland has got to watch their back, especially because West Brom, who is on 63 points in ninth place, and Blackburn in eighth, 
uh, 65 points in eighth place. Both do have a game in hand on Sunderland. Yeah, but something to keep in mind with Blackburn. Blackburn was at one point third place, and they have been dropping like a stone. Yeah, yeah, and they, they're, they're the only – no, I'm sorry, Preston also. Those are the only two teams in the top half of the table that have a negative goal differential. Yeah, exactly. But um, them having those games in hand, there is the potential to leapfrog, and then Sunderland doesn't even get a playoff spot. Um, so there's not a lot of time no. left. Now there's only about 1,015 games left in the championship. No. So uh, before well, the end in, of the season. In defense to Sunderland, too, they just got promoted back up to the championship. So if they don't make it, it's not the end of the world. You're making the natural progression you need to make to get back up. So you don't want, what you don't want to have happen is come up is too soon, spend too much money, and you're fucked again. Have exactly what just happened to you the last time and watch you drop back down to League One quickly and then be stuck in League One for three An- fucking seasons. Another fucking 20 years. Yeah. Right. right it's precisely. not been 20 years, but you get my point. Yeah. It's, uh, at the bottom of the table, Wigan are all but doomed on 40 points with a maximum of 44 games played. Blackpool in 23rd on 41 points with the max games. Reading on 43 points also with the max games. All of them have worse goal differentials than the three teams ahead of them. Yeah. Just... Huddersfield Town are now out of the relegation zone on 44 <laughs> points, um, but a minus 19. Reading's at a minus 20. Blackpool's at a minus 24. So they one heavy loss, and the goal differential debate could be thrown back up in the, in the air there. Reading's like Barnsley. That's one of those teams who I can't remember the last time they were in League One. Yeah. They've uh, always been Championship or Premier League. Always now here's the, the other problem. Cardiff uh in twentieth on forty six points and Huddersfield in twenty first on forty four points. Both of them have only played forty three games. Rotherham in nineteenth on forty six points have only played forty three games. So they each have a game in hand on the bottom three yeah. and can further distance themselves uh from um from those teams. So they're gonna need two results to go their way. Their games in hand to be dropped, as well as another result if they are going to try to overthrow this this deficit. It is intense. Intense. Something to keep in mind, too. It is sex while camping down there. (laughs) Fucking intense. intense. (laughs) Yeah, get in. Um, Now, if you were going to dad joke that, it would be like, it's like making whoopee while camping. Making whoopee. Because you wouldn't say fucking, because, you know, it's a dad joke. Making whoopee. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, the... I like using old slang words (laughs) for various things. Yeah. Making whoopee is a great one. Making whoopee is good. It's a quality one. Now, something to keep in mind with with the championship is the championship in League One, normally not like the Prem, where one or two teams stay promoted right and they may go down the very next year but typically those three teams that come up in the premier league not all three go down someone sticks around a lot of times two of them stick around right yep well because there's so many other teams that have inherent issues league one in the championship (laughs) typically the three teams that go up from league one promptly go right the fuck back down and Rotherham might be able to escape that this time because it was Mm -hmm. Rotherham um uh Blackpool and Wigan, who all came up, yep. and there's they may might sneak it out. They might stay up, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a very interesting next couple of weeks for uh for the old championship. Agreed. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, Sam, any parting words? Yeah. So, have you heard Daniel Levy's? Uh, I alluded to this right after the first break. Have you heard Daniel Levy's? Uh, kind of part of his plan to keep Harry Kane, get him to sign a new contract. No. It's an offer from a statue outside the stadium. 
Problem is, he's your all-time leading goal scorer. He's the only person in recent history who's done anything of note for your team. You're building that statue already the anyway, minute he retires. <laughs> the statue already exists. Unless he signs for Arsenal when his contract's over, or Chelsea if Poch goes there. Mm -hmm. Also a very funny thing. Chelsea are in advance talks with Mauricio Pochettino, apparently. Wow. And all Tottenham want is to have him back. Yeah. That's it could it. not have been a worse week for Tottenham. It's just, it's <laughs> such a fucking joke, man. And it's the weekend in which St. Totteringham's Day gets celebrated for the first time in seven years. Yeah, been a while there, killer. I love been it. Been a while. I love everything about it. All right. Hey, Melissa, anything from the uh, from the gallery of uh, gaggle uh, of geese? A lot the of gallery comments, of peanuts? <laughs> a lot of comments about Graham's hair and a lot uh -huh. of comparisons as to what Graham's hair looks like. All right, go ahead. Quite a bit. Hit, hit me with two of them. Uh, one of them was from Spaceballs, John Candy's character. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, dog, half man. A, I'm my own yes, best friend. That's the, that's the great one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a reference for the kids. Keith Kern said, uh, Graham doesn't sound bitter at all about City. No, not one bit. <laughs> uh, Ronnie watching on YouTube says, Man United should just win the rest of their games. And Nicole, well, I don't. Sounds exactly like a fucking mank. Nicole. <laughs> I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Aw, thank you, Cole. That's very sweet of you. At least do you, know, do you get the reference, reference yet? I, I just sang it in the tune, so yeah. <laughs> if only you sang the first one in the tune, we would have a much better <laughs> The actual song that it was? Yeah. You know what? I what, also have Wednesday, on, I got jokes. Just so everyone knows, too, if you can't see, I do have on my uh, St. Totteringham's Day shirt. It says, uh, it's supposed to be like the Dos Equis guy, and it says, I don't often hate, but when I do, it's Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> Very good. And Thank then on the back, it says, stay victorious, my friends. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Well, the problem is it would be stay drawing, my friends, currently right now for you no. guys. Uh, thanks well, so much. Yeah, well, because, you know, if you're going to kick me when I'm down, I got to kick you when you're down. That's if just I kick how, you when you're down, you die, though. That's how this works. <laughs> you, know, you know, it depends on where you kick me. In the chest? Yes, definitely. Like, uh, in if the I legs? kicked you in the groin, I'd slide right off now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, the balls would hurt your foot. Your foot would be broken. Uh, thanks so much okay, for joining well. us, boys and girls. Next up is Injury Time. Uh, that's where we're going to talk about our adopted clubs, the beers we were drinking. We're going to check in on Fantasy, which is apparently. the bottom of the table is constantly changing, along with the names. Also, apparently Taylor's name. i got to tell you a funny joke, too. <laughs> uh, she didn't find it too humorous. She was oh, like, really? nah, not going to laugh at it. His response was, well, this is what she's going to get to deal with next year when I'm down there with her. <laughs> uh, Brody said that he missed the early whiskey segment because mm -hmm. he wanted to know what to drink to celebrate uh, his doo-doo one win. Oh, that's right. He's getting close. He's going to be probably the one taking the bottle. I assume it's going to be the bottle of Middleton's, the really expensive hardwood to come by, so we better make sure that night... We have we, one more to... We have a couple more in there. Get that sucker down a little. And uh, should one want to find injury... Oh, and we preview the weekend's action, the midweek's action. Then we'll do another show where we preview the weekend's yep, action because we we're on double duty this week. Ugh. 
in the should, month, too. Fuck. Should one want to find uh, Injury Time, Sam? How'd they go about doing uh, it? Pretty easy, actually. It's www.patreon.com forward slash do football show uh, and sign up to that one $5 tier where you get both of our extra shows. Uh, that includes the one Injury Time Sam just talked about, but also sound check, which is our actual sound check. Sometimes <laughs> you don't get to hear us say a fucking word because Mel forgot to push the buttons or something. Well, no one uh, likes so- me who forgets to push, this, push the buttons when I was producing so push it. the button. Push, push the button. button. Push, push, push your little dances and make them come up. That's a song reference you definitely won't get. I can push your mute button. So definitely check that out. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We usually catch up from the weekend. You get to learn various things about us that you probably don't want to know but are interesting. And then we make fun of each other for things we shouldn't because it's very dark. Excellent. Till next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bread to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!